The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Sports, 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 sports. So they just sit there and talk about sports? Of course we do, and all kinds of other stuff. And uh, let's get it going. It's a Tuesday, but it kind of feels like a Monday, but it's really sort of a Wednesday. I don't know. It's a Tuesday on the Blitz. Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Tuesday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Raybold, the Voldemort. If you want to get in today, 713-780-3776 is your number, 713-780-ESPN. can also get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz, click like. You're good to go. Send a message. Aaron will read it. Twitter is at Fred Fowler, F-A-O-U-R. At AJ is the real. At Aaron is blitzed. At Degenerates975. At ESPN975. You can also uh, text the show. You know the number for that. Watch us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash ESPN975. And it is a Tuesday. Let's not be in a Tuesday mood today. Let's have some fun. Let's do it, a baby. nice long weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know, you're going to, you're about to have a nice, uh, some nice time off. I'm going to take, yeah. take a couple days off from the show. Not off because I'm obviously working on stuff. Today was a long it was a long ass day and then I, I get here and i'm kind of like man i've already i've been working since 6 a.m and i get here and the lights come on it's like all right let's do a fun ass show today man let's do it man let's do it ready to rock and roll uh yeah uh you know, did you enjoy the long weekend first of all uh, i did you know i didn't do much of anything except drink watch sports and binge watch a couple of things okay and didn't really i mean so I, you vegged out I, I pretty much vegged out yeah i, I tried to unplug and yeah, you know, I, I and just like I watched, uh, um, I watched Champions League final on Saturday. And I who watched, was the winner? Uh, Chelsea. Who is that? Who you predicted? That, right. Well, that's that's who I root for. Okay. And, so they're the champions. Uh, they are the champions of the All Champions right. hey, League. Congratulations! That's the only thing that went right on my uh, my sports on the week. Oh, the Astros. You know, I and I watched the Astros lot, have been a roller coaster. I but think. But you know what? I, I'm actually this is going to sound wrong. I'm encouraged because right they split with the Dodgers. They only won one against the Padres, but let's face it, if the bullpen wasn't a trash heap, they win at least one of those games, or if they can catch a, a foul ball. I mean, they didn't get blown, well, they got blown out late. Yeah, they, they were but, all, they were competitive games. But they were competitive with them, and the games that they won were, were not close. So I actually feel like, you know, three and three on this homestand so far. You'll take it. I, I'm going to take it, because it, it, the way they're losing, at some point you can make some changes in the bullpen. Mm. Uh, you've, you've got to. I mean, there's no way you can keep, trotting these donkeys out there that you know are going to give up runs in key situations. I mean, the alternative of being younger donkeys or go, <laughs> go make some trades at some point because you don't have to trade a lot to get a bullpen on. But here's the problem now, and this is where this second wild card thing kind of bites the Astros in the ass. Everybody believes they're still in the race. Oh, yeah. So nobody's looking to trade stuff yet. Like, And, you know, and really, this is kind of, under the underreported, I suppose, if the playoffs started today, the Astros wouldn't make the playoffs. So they're certainly they're chasing a bunch of teams right now. Yeah, but the, the, that's I, I believe they're the best team in their division. I think they're. I, I don't think they're going to miss out on the playoffs. But there's work to be done, and when it comes to like 
Once the deadline gets here and there's actually a, a race for these bullpen arms, and it's always a race for bullpen arms and particularly left-handed bullpen arms, the Astros farm system really doesn't have the kind of stuff that it's going to it's going to compete with some of the other teams that are chasing the same stuff. Yeah, although I don't think they need to trade for premium arms. I think they just need to trade for arms that aren't going to go that out there and as rally. As this, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's so funny that last week that guy was so defensive about Brooks Raley. <laughs> And then immediately, Brooks Raley is a trash can again. Like, uh, it happens. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I, I I don't think anybody's wanting to make moves now because so many teams feel like they're still in it, even though the reality is they're not. Uh, so, the AL West is a good example. The A's and the Astros are in it. The Mariners are two and a half games out. Yeah, but do you really? Are believe? they really in it? No, I, I mean they've won five in a row. You know they're yeah. they're playing good ball, but do we believe it's sustainable? And I would, it, I would it, say it's the kind of like Deshaun getting five straight masseuses who don't complain. It, it, the answer is probably not. Right, they're, they're probably not sustainable. Uh, that said, there's teams like the Yankees who they look bad right now. Is that sustainable? Probably not. They're, they're, they're just not hitting the ball. Actually, they're, they're getting really good pitching. Yeah, if when you look at their uh, when you look at their roster, you say they're better than they're, this. They're gonna they're gonna hit. They'll be okay. So it there, but there's a lot of teams that are in that in that range where I'm sure the Royals haven't given up yet. They're at 500. The Twins, who everyone thought was going, I mean they they've been the best team in that division the last you know two out of the last three years, I think. They're like ten games under five hundred. Do they just give up? I don't know. Yeah, but keep are, in mind, we're still a month away, right? And some of these teams are going to fall off. Are the Blue Jays? Do they still believe they're in it? They're over five hundred, but they're in fourth place, and they're chasing three teams that everyone regards as very, very good. I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna roll over and trade some pieces I, I, off. I don't think they will. Knowing knowing that organization, as long as they're over five hundred, they'll be buyers. I, I tend to agree. So, so it, it, there's a lot of teams. I mean, uh, the Dodgers are in third place in their division. I don't think anyone in yeah. L.A. is panicking yeah, like they're, they're going to start gonna selling. Go. So it, it's it's uh, the the second wild card has. I don't want to say it's fooled more teams into thinking that they're contenders when they aren't, but it kind of has. So it makes it harder, I think, to make these deals. And the other question is. Will the Astros make a deal that puts them over the cap, over the luxury uh, right, cap? Right, which and, I know Creighton talks about that a lot. He doesn't think they'll do it at all. I mean, and, and there he are, seems set on not doing it. There there are teams that, you know, like the Tigers, like the Orioles that, you know. Oh, they're out. They're done. But I don't know that they have what well, you're who do looking they, who do you for. Want? Yeah, I mean, there's a reason those teams suck. <laughs> so, I mean, what, you're, and, and you're, really, you're going to trade for a more handsome Rayleigh? Is that and what particularly is? with those teams, the good bullpen guys that they have, are under team control for a long... Like, they're cheap. They're not the kind of guys you trade. Right. What the Astros would be looking for from a bad team is a veteran guy who, you know, presumably has some kind of a salary that the bad team would be willing to get out from under. The Orioles and Tigers are young teams with guys... Anybody who's worth a damn on their teams is so cheap that they're going to want to keep them. Right. And unless you've got some uber prospects, which, again, the Astros just don't. Uh, I, I again, I, I don't worry about the Astros making the playoffs. I think they're better than the A's. I I, I do believe by I mean, the like time a half game back, right? 
they're half game back. Yeah. I think by the time we get through a full season, it's going to pan out that the Astros are just better. Do I think the Astros are better than the White Sox or the Rays or, or the Red Sox or the Yankees? Probably not. And I don't know that there's a move out there that really makes them better. I, I really think the big hope for them is that, you know, Fromber and Urquidy come back and are what you expected and, them to be. And they were for this weekend. They both sure. looked really good. And, and that gets... Um, you can Javier and Garcia in the pen. Yeah, so you that can make your pen better around. there, and, and so I think you can improve uh, at that point. I think right now they're right there with all those teams. Uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked if any of them wind up uh, coming out of the AL. I still think the Yankees will get their crap together. Uh, I, I still like the White Sox maybe a little better. Tampa's so good too, though, man. Like and, it, and they Tampa they just keep trading off their best guys and keep and winning, finding new guys. Yeah, that's a they they have quickly become. They're what Oakland wants to be. <laughs> they're they're yeah. they're Billy Ball. They're they're Money Ball. Like they uh, that's that's what Oakland's supposed to be. Except like they get a lot closer to actually doing something with it than Oakland does. Yeah, and uh, although I mean, like I said we we always just kind of overlook Oakland. They're always hanging around. They are almost all you know. Last season they won the division. So and how Cleveland's still hanging around too, and and. If they're healthy, yeah. there's there's stuff that they, they they could be a team that that scares some people, and you know right right now they're hell they're five games over five hundred they're better than some of the teams we're talking about. But I, I I do think though you know now that we're at June first, looking at the Astros in comparison to everyone else, uh, and I feel this way about the Yankees too. I think if they're healthy, they they can still win this thing, and I I, I feel like from a pitching perspective as they get these guys back. And if they can now, if they can keep pitching at a high level, I don't know if Romer's as good as he was last year. I don't either. I mean, that's the thing. We don't have enough. You know, it's all the all the bitching I've done at you for saying, "Oh, well, this guy was really great for sixty games last year, or really bad for sixty games," and saying, "Well, it's sixty games." Well, I don't. Same thing. I don't know about Fromber. He was really good for sixty games, and you know how he'll do over a full season coming off an injury. I don't know, but if he's right and can pitch like that, and Urquidy can do that over the course of the season. I think you're good enough with the starting rotation, and that's assuming McCullers gives you something the rest of the year. Yeah, and and if these other guys can move to the bullpen, then you know that boosts that a little bit. So I I I'd still think there's a move that has to be made. I still would like to see another veteran starter and, and a, a reliever at some point. And nobody talks about this that that outfield is paper thin, man. I think yeah. to, even if you have a when you Jake start Marisnik about, type, you know, yeah. When you start talking about, oh, should should they play Toro in the outfield? I know, he's, <laughs> I know, he's never played a game in the outfield, but maybe it's time to. That's not a good sign. No, no, and yeah. especially for a team that uh, when you're when you're pitching is iffy. The last thing you want behind iffy pitching is bad defense. Yeah, yeah, which is why you can't trot Jordan out there. No. <laughs> All right. The the offense is, is the one thing you don't have to worry about. It seems. I mean, their 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 offense is as good as any, uh, and you know they have. I mean, for the most part, they haven't all been healthy at the same time. So yeah, it, and that, that's got, the other thing. They were missing uh, what Brantley, Jordan, uh, Uli was Uli's uh, back tonight. Yeah, Uli's so is Jordan, but they they didn't have those guys, and the offense was fine. So I think uh, I, I'm encouraged, man. I, I hate to say I'm encouraged by three and three, but I'm encouraged. I think Tatis's home run ball just hit our building. Uh, uh, no, that that it's already been around the earth oh. once. That's the second time. <laughs> All right, quick break. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92. <laughs>
Blitz, the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. You're listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. That texture says Jake Asman was great. If more people need to take time off, have him fill in more. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of mil- Millennial Palillo. <laughs> Yeah, him and uh, Nick had some good chemistry today, good energy. Yeah, he's uh, he's a talented little dude. And, you know, I mean, for a jockey. But uh, everybody wanting my take on the Leafs. Did I? Okay, I want to make it clear. Did I not say exactly what was going to happen? You did predict this exact result. Yeah, and from a betting perspective, Saturday, I thought was the day, okay, they're going to break out. And so I, I bet the Leafs minus one and a half goals. And, of course, they lose in overtime. So that was a loser. But I had Canadian series. That's the worst when you bet like that, and then there's overtime. It's like, and you know no. you're beat. Yeah, yeah. And but you I want to watch. But the game about midway through the second period, I knew it was a dead bet because they were playing like garbage, and they were they were uh, they were slow. They they were just that they're a bunch of choking dogs. That that's what they've been forever. And uh, so I had I had uh, Montreal to win the series. When Montreal went down three one, I made another bet on Montreal to win the series, and then I bet them again last night. So. That all added up, basically broke even with the bet I made on the Leafs Saturday because I was pretty confident in that. But that's the problem. As soon as it got to 3-3, I knew they were dead because they – and what's so funny is it doesn't matter what they do. They're not like the Texans where, you know, they just do stupid stuff all the time and they're just a dumb franchise. I mean, they spend money and they try to find things that work. And it's it's so frustrating because this year they went out and they got all these – Older guys with Stanley Cup playoff experience uh, because, you know what, when you, the last few years, their superstars have kind of sucked in the playoffs. So go get some veterans and beef up your defense. All the things they needed to do. Doesn't matter. They get that 3-1 lead and once they lost, I thought, once they lost game five, I'm like, okay, they'll come back in game six. And then, no, and Montreal was better than them for most of game six and all of game seven which I would have never thought. Now, in their defense, they did lose their second best forward to uh, in, the, in game one. They lost their second best defenseman in game six. That's still not that's still not an excuse for lose, losing. You still have the jumps. two best players on the ice. Yeah, yeah. you still have the – well, Carey Price can still play goalie at a ridiculous level, and he did last night. But you know what, though? Un, unlike the Texans, who I've divorced. My guy Mitch. Uh, Mitch Is Mitch, he still good? Mitch Marner – uh, he did not have a great series, and Austin Matthews had only one goal in the series after scoring forty-one in the regular season. What a dope! And and that's that's the issue. The the stars didn't step there, up. There's a cliche in hockey that your best players have to be your best players, and they weren't. I mean, the, the Leafs' best players were like William Nylander and you know uh, Morgan Riley, Bill Nylander. I think you is who you're talking. I like about. call him Willie. But uh, so yeah, and and you know, Montreal played the series the way they wanted to, which is you know tighten things up and you know count on your goalie and slow those guys down, and they did a really good job. But you know what? It's just a, another Leafs choke, and I'm not Terrible. surprised. But get, you know what? Hey, I signed up for this, AJ. You brought it on yourself. I signed. I I know what I'm going to get with them, and you know what? I'll live with it. So 
I'm currently a fan of a team that chokes in the playoffs every single year. And one of these years, I'm hoping it's going to be like the Capitals uh, all these years, right? Great teams in a regular season, losing the playoffs, finally win a Stanley Cup. Tampa, same way. Great teams in the regular season, finally win a Stanley Cup. Uh, even going back to the Red Wings before they went on their little run, they had some fantastic teams that didn't win the Cup. So I'm hoping that'll be the Leafs one day. This was going to be their best chance, though, because they, they should have cruised through these, these first two rounds, and then you just have to hope you can match up with Colorado for a series. And if you do that, you're in the Stanley Cup final. That's simple. But guess what? They don't. Nope. And, uh, yeah, so uh, disappointed, not at all surprised. And, you know, I, and hockey season's over for me right now. <laughs> so the Leafs, Leafs are not even the Rockets because the Rockets got to the conference finals. They have not. True. They have not won a playoff series since 2004. AJ was just born. I was. Um, yeah, they haven't been to a cup final since I can't even remember. They haven't won one since '67. I was a whopping three years old. It's it's just that's that's what they are, and they spend money and they try and they make good moves and they just can't get over the top. Which is kind of, you know what? I appreciate them. I appreciate the fact that they're out there trying. They're out there battling. But yeah, if you're if you're looking for a series price, uh, Montreal is I think plus one twenty against the Jets. I like that. Uh, that's that's the only one I'm on so far. But uh, I do think Carey Price plays the way he's playing, and you know, old man Shea Weber's still out there playing great defense. Winnipeg doesn't have the horses that Montreal or that the Maple Leafs do, and yeah, uh, so the Leafs are the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yeah, although they, it's been a while since they've had a crap season where they well since they got Austin Matthews, they've they're always in the playoffs. They just lose in the first round. It's like Bruins, Bruins, Bruins. Now Canadians. It's like eh, can't get out of the first round. So somebody says ninety two five is acting weird. Uh, you know what? Dallas Longhorn says they're my Cowboys since the early nineties. Similar. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of the same thing. Big money franchise. Uh, in hockey, they're you know maybe not the equivalent of the Cowboys, but pretty close. I like that one. Difference is, at least you won in '95. <laughs> at least some of our listeners were alive, or at least born. So seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. It, it was it was. I'd like to say it was fun to watch. So I I also binged some TV. I watched uh, season five B of Lucifer, which uh, if. That show probably needs they they've renewed it for season six and I'm like why <laughs> I I mean I liked that show in the beginning it's gone on way too long uh, and it had a couple of jump the shark moments like one one episode was just all karaoke <sighs> to show off how all their actors can sing and I'm like what the hell is this that that didn't just jump the shark that jumped the shark got up and it got out of the the motorcycle kissed the shark on the mouth and then jumped it again and yeah so I I, I the last couple episodes are pretty good, but man, I don't need to see a season six. And then I watched uh, Cruella, which uh, uh, I thought was a fun show. Okay. Uh, I, my big concern was people are going to watch this and they're going to want Dalmatians again. If you watch it, no, you're not going to want a Dalmatian. The ones, the ones in here, a little different than the cute little animals you saw on the first movie. I'll just say that. Yeah, real Dalmatians are a problem. Uh yeah the I mean no offense you no, have no, one and, uh, and I know you love it I uh, know but, but she she's there. but I told I mean I told you when you first started talking about getting one they yeah, are it was the wife's idea 
Yeah, but, but, they're not an easy dog to own. No, they're, they're they're very difficult to train, and they're very stubborn, and and they can be vicious. <laughs> People don't think so. They look at them. Oh, look at little cute with the spots. I'll be out walking her and say, "Oh, can I pet your dog?" Like, no, I, I don't think that's a good idea. And you know, she's like trying to rip their throat out. And it's like, yeah, that's that's what she is. But she's also extremely smart. Uh, and she she is well trained, like because. Just not at obedience. Uh, obedience is so hit and miss. She's, get, she's getting better. <laughs> she could catch a frisbee. Well, it, she can catch a frisbee. She can. Uh, she could do a rally course like perfectly. Uh-huh. And and she totally behaves when she goes to to training. But yeah, then there'll be other times where you, you can't get her to sit. Uh, yeah, she just when when she goes nuts, she's like a little bipolar dog. She's not really that little now. She's fifty pounds. But um, but yeah, I mean, it. it she's also. You know, you, I, ha- I have time to handle her. That's the biggest problem with those dogs. They're energetic. They need constant attention. Yeah. And I'm home all the time, so I can, I can do that. And most people can't. But, uh, but yeah, I thought the movie was, uh, I-, I thought it was fun. And Emma Stone was extremely hot as Cruella and had Mark Strong in it, who I like a lot. I just thought it was, it was worth watching. I watched the, uh, the zombie movie. Yeah? What'd you think? It was good. It was. Uh, I mean, it was. It wasn't like anything special, but it was. It was fun. I said it had a little. Uh, you had a lot of, of zombie cliches, like you got the one government guy who's trying to screw everybody. You know, all, all that kind of stuff. But I thought it was fun. It was worth uh, worth watching. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I thought it was kind of right up your alley. A lot of good zombie murders. Yeah, and killing off a lot of important characters, which I'm always a fan of. And, you know, kind of a little predictable at the end, but still pretty good. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. And um, Slopez was asking, did you watch Quiet Place 2? I saw that was released in one of the boxes. I watched it. Yeah. Is it on, is it on, uh, on demand? Everything, I think everything that's going into theaters is also being released on demand. I think they're, they're like movie the the movie studios have figured out that if you don't do both you're not going to succeed uh, well, i mean you if you can't just release a movie in theaters and expect it to succeed right, how right, about that right um i think uh and i i don't mind i think we i don't know what we paid for cruella it was it was a lot more than we'd spend at the movies i don't really mind that though it was more than you'd spend at the movies oh yeah well i mean if you throw in popcorn and stuff like that probably about the same so i drank my own beer and ate my own popcorn how much, how, it was like 20, 20 bucks or something. No joke. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, uh, so what do you think about the robots in the movie? That was actually CGI. It, it was it was CGI of the dogs. They look pretty. They they look badass. So I have to say, yeah, thirty bucks. Resi says that's what. It yeah. Was. Apparently, Quiet Place Two won't be on. Uh, it'll be on Paramount Plus forty five days after release. Oh, that's dumb. So they're not releasing yeah. it at the same time. I mean, I guess it's doing fine in theaters, but it. I think you're going to get the people who are hungry to go out to the theater, and then you're going to get a whole bunch of waiting. Like, well, it's funny because um, I have lunch every week at the Big City Wings at the Marquee. We do a little business lunch, mm-hmm. and that place has been open. There's people in there working. I think I've seen one person walk in there for a movie. Now we're talking like noon, but still, that that used to be the best time to go. Like if you were going to go to a theater, it's like go at noon. Yeah, and. You know, but there's like I, I'm guessing the weekends are pretty packed now. Kind of curious. Well, a lot of theaters. I think both uh, AMC and Cinemark, I believe, have now relaxed their mask policies. 
so people can go and sit and watch a movie without having to constantly either have a mask or have a Coke or a water bottle up to their face to pretend that they need it. Gotcha. Yeah, somebody said uh, it was packed on movie night for Quiet Place 2, so... Um, eh. All right. Well, let me tell you guys about TGS Insurance. If you need to uh, to save money on your... Uh, on, on your homeowner's insurance so you can you know pay $30 to watch Cruella, uh, TGS can help you do it. TGS Insurance, they want to save you money on your homeowner's insurance, and they make it so, so simple. It takes about 15 seconds and a text message. All you do is text the word money to 232323. They'll reply back asking for your address. You send that in. Within 15 seconds, you'll have a full and firm insurance quote right there in your inbox with no obligation. So if you don't like it, if you don't think they can save you money, Okay, throw it away. No big deal. No harm. No foul. But chances are good that you will save money. The average customer saving nine hundred dollars a year. That means you'll probably save some. Some people are saving more. I saved over a thousand gram down the hall. Saved twenty six hundred dollars a year on his homeowner's insurance, and it's all A rated insurance. Why wouldn't you see if you could save yourself some cash? Text the word money to twenty three twenty three twenty three. Start saving cash today with TGS Insurance. Long after they close my box and all of the critics forget me, you gon' miss me. Now why would I stop at that? From the bottom to the top and back, the ill sound reverberating for decades. When it comes to sports betting, sportsmapbets.com is the site you need. From weekly betting guides to single-game breakdowns of the point spread, money line, over-under, and more, sportsmapbets has all the info you need to make the best play. sportsmapbets.com This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN. Robert said A Quiet Place 2 made more in one weekend than Tenet did during its entire theater run. That doesn't surprise me, but Tenet also came out when it was still very much pandemic time yeah having said that that movie sucked <laughs> uh I, I watched it and it was like okay um sure you know let's let's make this as confusing as possible it, it had its moments but yeah not not a fan and um tuesday texter thoughts on texans adding rex burkhead bald white running back grinder probably mm-hmm. a good locker room guy I'm, I'm just going to guess, all right? I haven't even looked. Aaron, maybe you could check this out. What are the odds, I know it's Tuesday, that Rex Burkhead is a God guy? Oh, he certainly is. Is he? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's what they're going to do now. Yeah, he's been like, uh, he's been vocal about it. I mean, not, yeah. he, he's like, I know everyone thinks Tim Tebow was the most vocal about it. The thing is, Tim Tebow was just successful enough that a lot of people asked him, and you know, right. so he had a big platform to talk about. So it was like, oh my god, it's all he talks about. And a lot of athletes talk about it a lot. A lot of them are just Rex Burkheads who, like, yeah, they don't, they don't have the platform. Yeah, uh, but he certainly is that um, shocker. And I do think that it's that's. I, I'm not saying it's going to be a. Um, it's going to be a. The only way you can get on this team is if that's who you are 
but it's certainly Kinda looking like it, right? it's certainly a tiebreaker. Yeah, <laughs> if there's two guys that are, oh, we could use one of these. Guys. And the truth is, I'll be honest. Did did you think signing another running back was like a priority thing? I thought if you're going to sign another running back, how about an undrafted free agent? How about somebody who's young who uh, got cut by another team who might have some potential? Uh, not a 75-year-old God guy. Man, and a former Patriot. I, I'm, I'm not surprised. And, you know, it's funny because uh, a couple people tweeted out their J.J. Watt jerseys this weekend that they got from the Texans. Yeah. And so... Pretty much everybody got one except for us. How petty is that? And I, get I told it. you, Lance has one. He got one. Yeah, Joel well, didn't get one though. Uh, well, see, they have to give Lance one because he's NFL Network. You can't piss off NFL Network. They had to give Granada one because he's also a season ticket holder. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, he kind of worked for them for a long time. Yeah, I don't know why we didn't. Uh, no, I, I, I know why because I think we're the only people who will come out hmm. and say that they are dumb. That the organization is dumb. I don't. I don't think we're the only ones at this point. But I think. Well, people dance around it. I think for a long time, it, people wanted to believe that they weren't dumb, and we tried to warn them that they were dumb. And now it's so obvious that everybody just kind of has to go. Well, I guess they are. Well, and the deeper we get into it, the dumber they are. <laughs> well, I, we didn't realize that they had the dumbest quarterback in the league. Okay, we found that out over the last uh, well, what eight months, but. Okay, so didn't realize that. That one I didn't see coming. Okay, fine. But is he the dumbest quarterback in the league? I think he is, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, he's, is he in the league right now? Can we even put him in there? I, I don't know that we can. Beer and Baseball on Twitter tweeted at me. Somebody uh, on Twitter, every time the Texans sign one, said every time they sign, make a nonsensical signing, I just Google the player's name plus Jesus and find out exactly why. <laughs> Literally took a, a snippet of an article. Burkhead, <laughs> before coming to Christ, Burkhead testified to the immense pull he felt towards worldly accolades. He craved success and found himself increasingly drawn towards self-centeredness. But in an interview, he talked openly about the change he experienced in his heart upon giving his life to Christ. Well, there you have it. Mm. I think that's going to be the uh, the go-to move every time they sign somebody now. Oh, well. <laughs> Somebody says, it's because you're not God, people. No, that's not necessarily true. It's just, I, I don't run a business that way, and nobody should run a business that way. I'm a churchgoer. Well, I, I'm not a religion guy. Let me put it that way. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I'm a spiritual guy, but I'm not religious. And that's okay. But the, the one thing, it, it's kind of like, and we've, and here's part of the problem. We've gotten to where people want to, you know, try to recruit you to their religion, just like they want to try to recruit you to politics. I want to go back to where all those people just drop dead. You, you do you and let me do me. And, you know, if I ask you and say, hey, man, this sounds kind of interesting. This whole thing about uh, uh, Jesus being an alien. Uh, can you tell me more about your religion? Yeah. Uh, then, then I want to hear. But as far as but you, putting a business together based on religion that's not a Bible sales group is a recipe for failure especially when you're just bringing in people who are going to follow whatever you say. It's just a dumb way to do business, which I'm not at all mad at because you know what? I like having the dumbest organization, of all the sports. We know what the owner's about. Uh, we know what one fish, two fish is about. David Culley seems like a nice guy, but he's also a puppet 
for. I'm gonna Mr. tell you about David Cully, who's a junkie, and uh, he's also a puppet. And Nick Casario, just this, nothing's changed. I'm not a draft expert. No, you're not. Nothing changed. You got rid of O'Brien, who had all the power. And guess what you did? You brought in another Patriot guy who's consolidating all his power. And right there with him is his little love puppy, Jesus Easterby. I mean, the, the, this organization under this setup is going to suck for years. And, I, I, and that's the one positive is, you know what? You don't send me any jerseys because you ain't going to hear anything you like for a long time out of me. I give up on you. You you keep doing stupid stuff. You keep doing the same stuff over and over and over. And I kept giving everybody the benefit of the doubt. My last hope was maybe Casario's the adult in the room. And so far, it looks like no. 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 It looks like more of the same. Uh, it, it looks like the exact same thing. Different it, chapter of the same book. Yeah, it's just, uh, hey, we brought in a new executioner. He does the same thing as the last one. That's what he is. So, you know what? Good good luck to you. Good luck to you. I think they should be the Houston Paladins. Something like that. Be good. Yeah. You know, we've had a few ex-players work here in my time here. It's too bad our buddy Chris Taylor isn't still here because I'd tell him, you know what? We're going to put you back in the league. Just say that you're completely devoted to God and get a tryout with the Texans. Go make a couple, couple of paychecks and then you're set. What's Chris up to these days? I don't know. I haven't seen. I know he was. Uh, he was doing like coaching camps and stuff like that, helping younger players get uh, younger players get noticed by D one schools and stuff. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, every now and then he'll tweet out a video of you know one of his stars going off on the field, and then about three four months later he'll tweet out their their commitment. Uh, not a dumb way to do business it's not the best way to win super bowls there's a difference actually no it is a dumb way to do business if you're not getting guys because they are the best football players then yeah it's dumb but here's the thing and again i i take all of this with a grain of salt because the texans shouldn't be signing anyone right now that will be here when this team is good it's a waste but here's 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 the fault in that and I, i agree with you but if you're not signing players who are going to help you get better at some point, then you're never going to be good enough. True. You, you don't have any, I mean, you didn't have any draft picks. Well, you're, you're going to tell me that the two guys you took in the third round wind up being all pro? What are the odds of that? And, that, and that's the thing, man. It, it's just, it, you cannot have an organization that has this kind of lead. It, it's, and some of the little stupid stuff they're doing too, like not putting numbers on there. That's dumb. I mean, that was just dumb and pointless. And 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 the the, the good news is, yeah, they're already they already know they're going to suck next year. We all know that. But I don't see a plan. I don't see a plan at all for how do you not suck for the future. And part of that may be okay. Well, we got to get rid of the air humper and get some draft picks. Okay, when when that happens, then maybe I'll see your plan. But right now, it just seems like okay, we're just going to go get a bunch of homeless dudes and replace the homeless dudes that were here before. And these guys will be older and on one-year deals. And then next year, we'll do the same thing. Well, how does that get you in a rebuild? That, that's my question. It's like, yeah, I, I get it. Go get a bunch of one-year dudes. But if you're not getting five or six of those guys to develop into players for you, then you're not rebuilding. You're, you're just a crap team that's changing players every year. That's what the Browns were. So, and and to me... And I, I think, 
Uh, this is one thing where I'll disagree with people on. If you're not trying to win a Super Bowl, then you're doing bad business. And they do well in business because they got fans here who will just go right up there and give the massage and not complain about it. I'm amazed at how many people, how much how hard they try to be like, oh, well, you know, Rex Burkhead, he might be a good player. Rex Burkhead is a good player. <laughs> we know that. Come oh, on. God. Don't go anywhere. It's a bliss on ESPN 97.5 and In my mind, I've met your soul. I've gone crazy trying to find my own. You're listening to The Blitz. Hey, guys. Sports to you. On ESPN 97.5. Sports to you. Listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. So uh, my buddy Tony's listening over at the Golden Nugget, and his dad is 80 years old today. So happy birthday, Pops. That's, that's a good run. I would take that right now. Yeah, he's on Twitch. I told him during the first break, hey, Crank it up so everybody at the Golden Nugget hears, and they want to bring us out again. Yeah, AJ it's been a while. Um, so, a couple things. Somebody said, jokingly, y'all sound real bitter after not getting jersey. You know what I would do with that jersey? The same thing I've done with every jersey that's been given to me like that that might have some value, donate it to a charity auction. Well, it would say Fred on it is the problem. No, no, it was the Watt jersey. Yeah. It had names on? They all personalized. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was like John, Lance. Yeah, they got them personalized. Well, then I'd have to raffle it off to somebody named Fred. I guess so. Uh, yeah, because I don't, I don't keep any of those. I, uh, I always, like, if I get a signed jersey from somebody, I always just donate it to one of these silent auctions. I don't know. I, I'm not bitter about it. I just, I find it funny that we've just been doing the little radio show here for 11 years, 11 plus years, and. Somehow we didn't make the cut. What other show's been going on for the last 11 years? I'll wait. Mm. It doesn't exist. Well, Rod Ryan's probably been doing it that long. Yeah, he's okay. been 15. Uh, sports radio shows, certainly none. Charlie? Uh, no. No, because Charlie Blow was on the bench for yeah, a couple of years. There's no one. No, I, I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll help you. No, I wonder if Rich Lord got one. Oh, I bet. I he bet. Did. It, oh, certainly. Certainly did. But us yeah, and I, Josh Ennis, no. <laughs> honestly, it, it, it's just funny to me because it, it's obviously petty on their part, but that's okay because I'm pretty petty with them. Yeah, I'll get over it. Yeah. I'm, I'm not that busted up about it, to be honest. Uh, I'll be all right. And, and, and honestly... Somehow I'll manage. And honestly, I didn't need to move any more stuff. I, you know, trying yeah. to stage my house to sell right now. Like I, I'm starting to pack stuff away, and it's like, yeah, I got so much crap. I don't want to take all this crap across the country. I would I would have just done a a call in giveaway to any blitzer named Fred. <laughs> That's what I would have done because I got no place for it. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN Titan Hugo asked how long Granado and Lance been going. Well, they they had a big breakup there for a while, so they yeah. they combined have done the show longer than us. But I don't think they ever went eleven years in one in one run. I don't know. John can tell us that if he's listening, if he's coming back from drunk golf. 
they may have done eleven years in a run, but it's not this run. I don't know if it, I don't know if they did. I, I don't. I I honestly don't remember. I know they were together a long time for radio, but yeah. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN is your number. Seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. But yeah, I bet combined they've done more than us. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and then like otherwise, you got guys like Dean and Raj still out there. Uh, they're still going, right? I uh, think so. Are they? Was it Walton and Johnson or Dean and Raj? One of them died. One of those guys died. Walton uh, and Johnson. That was John Walton. Yeah, that passed away. Mm. Of Walton and Johnson. Also of Walmart. Little known fact. Yeah. <laughs> Explains how he had such a fancy uh, yeah. Yeah. compound out in Fulcher. Yeah, he was doing all right. Uh, Tuesday, Texture Fred, you're not one to wear a pro sports jersey. Not really. I've got, like, jersey-wise, I have a, a, a Gary Carter Expos jersey because when the wife went to Montreal, she wanted to bring me in some kind of Expos thing. That's the only thing she could find. It's kind of cool. Uh, I have a Sith Lord baseball jersey. Uh, Team Sith, that's me. Um, I have a Russian hockey jersey that our buddy uh, yeah, Michael got too. me. Yeah, those are that's pretty cool. But I don't, you know, the, the stuff I have is just kind of different. I don't, I don't, I'll never wear a jersey with a dude's name on it. Well, I, I, I've got okay. I've got that new one. I have the Letterkenny hockey jersey. For the letter, the letter Kenny, yeah. yeah, yeah, that one's that one's got my name on the back. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't do a lot of that, and, and and I, I don't mind that people do. Like, I like Saturday afternoon, I went over to Little Woodrow's to get something to eat before the uh, Astros game was coming on. And like a lot of people wearing Bregman jerseys and Altuve jerseys, and they love that, and I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. It's just, it's not for me. M- mine have to be something different. I'm not going to wear a Bregman jersey. Or a wide jersey, or an anybody jersey like that. It's just, you know, and especially look how fast these guys are gone. Yeah, I mean, we we joke about it, but what Texan are you going to? Uh, um, I mean, what, what's going to happen there? You, who who are you going to wear? Rex Burkhead now? I still think the funniest thing in the world. Everybody should go to games next year with Easter B one jerseys. Uh, or that's funny right there. Or uh, number four with Air Humper on the back. Yeah, and and so we have a signed Nathan McKinnon jersey. My having signed jerseys, that's kind of cool. If you're a collector, but I, I I had a signed Clyde Drexler jersey that I wound up selling. Um, I've had a, a Keem jerseys and stuff like that. I, I just don't keep them. It's it's my brother loves that stuff. He's he's he he loves getting all those kind of uh um memorabilia type stuff but for me i just don't have any it, it's just sometimes we have different interests right like, i have a, i like uh, naked aliens and not that so i have a um an autographed so i have some jerseys hanging in my closet that i, I don't do anything they're just hanging in my kind of i don't want to throw them away but like uh the, remember when the titans were kind of good when they had like steve mcnair and javon curse and eddie george eddie george yeah guys? So I have a Steve McNair and a Javon Curse jersey, both signed by the whole teams. Uh, that's that, pretty cool. Yeah, it, uh, that, yeah, but that's a collector's item. It's not something you're wearing to a game. No. And then uh, I emceed an event for uh, Tony Parker's foundation. I think it's the like 
uh, Bang Your Teammate's Wife Foundation or something like that. But anyway, he gave me an autographed jersey as like a thank you for emceeing the event. And it also hangs in my closet with, I mean, what, what am I going to do with it? I have no idea. See, that's, but that's the thing. You don't collect those things, really. I mean, no. And they're not probably not going to mean too much to your kids. So, uh, Echo Adams says, if you go to a game with a friend, one person get a red Texans jersey with the number one and the name Fish. Your other friend gets a blue Texans jersey with the number two and the name Fish. Sit side by side. One fish, two fish. Red I fish, blue fish. could almost guarantee you there's going to be a couple that does that. I, I would, I'd be willing to bet money on that. I hope they do. Oh, I hope they do too. And I hope that thing goes, everybody's tweeting that out. And if you're, hey, if you're a blitzer and, and you and your wife or your boyfriend or whatever go to the games, please do that. Please have somebody take that picture. Uh, Largo says Battle Red Easter be 666 jersey would be fine. I don't think they let you do three numbers. Sorry. Uh. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I love that idea. I love the fish idea. Seven one three seven eight zero ESPN. Somebody says I'll buy the Tony Parker jersey from you, AJ. Okay, it's a deal. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> uh, but yeah, somebody says, you suck too. But no, that, that that that's that guy's gone. So I mean, if if O'Brien were, but God, I never thought I'd admit this. I think I might I might miss O'Brien. I, I, I'm not going there. No, I can't. I can't go there. Eh, I might. I, I don't know that I'm there yet. But eh, I'm. Uh, I'm getting there. It's just they're, they're so stupid, and it amazes me how stupid people keep surrounding themselves with more stupid people. I don't think Bill O'Brien was stupid. He was stubborn. Hey, these guys are stupid. Yeah, but the, even after he got fired, saying that you know he feels like he made the right moves, that that feels more stupid than stubborn. Because, well, I didn't say it was smart. I just don't think he was stupid. There's 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 a difference. You don't have to be smart. You can be okay. Uh, but I think him him being stubborn and wanting to control everything was a big problem. And and now I just, I think you got the same thing with a guy who's not smart either. I, I still, there's, I, I, you basically throw, how do, how do we let him give him a pass for hiring a coach who's never been a candidate at any level? I have no idea. I, it, somehow that's a complete pass. And look, I, I think he's a nice guy, but uh, I mean, the only reason you do that is if you're pulling the strings and yeah, I don't know, man, I think, uh, I, I, I just, I hate them with a passion. I don't want their damn jersey. All right. A lot to get to. I got some more odds for you, by the way. Um, updated odds. It is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. We'll be right back. ESPN 97.5. Please have a